Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So stay with us as right now we present... We are so looking forward to this show. It's going to be a great deal of fun because Noli is here again. Mitch is here. And it's <laughs> nice. Thing, right? <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. I know. I guess I could have said something. I was like. <laughs> now, for those of you that are wondering, we did a show which is number 495 last week this is number five 499 and noli was on that one and mitch was on that one as well as your your good friend and uh um chief technology officer Corey brocious he joined us last week as well yes and he was he was uh, had a lot of uh, technology information and stuff so that was fun um so but this this will be fun as well because we're talking about ai um it's and it's a topic that is really really hot 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 in the news right now and everybody's either wringing their hands and saying oh lord the world is coming to an end or no we're gonna have some really special times and they're gonna cure cancer and we're so uh what side of the i know that you're on the positive side of the fence no well i see both sides actually i mean i see things i see both so i i would say that i try to deliberately live a positive life but you know i also am a realist so i i don't know where i land in that argument quite yet it'll it'll have to play out a little bit more <laughs> and, and you are the ceo of the company that is clean ai yes clean ai website clean-ai.net Perfect. And we'll reference that throughout. And um, it was great fun talking to you the other day. And uh, we're interested in talking more. And Mitch, it's great to have you back. I, I, uh, I You're going to be stepping into my world today because I've got three hours of shows to do. And and we'll see. We'll see how long you hold up, young man. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> And so, but it's great to have you back, Nolan. Is there anything that we missed last time or misrepresented or didn't say quite right? No, I think that last time we did a pretty good synopsis of what um, I'm trying to accomplish, at least with clean AI, uh, with the immersive experiences and all of that. And so I, I was hoping today I'll maybe get a chance to talk about some of the other AI tools that I've stumbled upon and been playing with and it might help some people get a better perspective on what's out there and maybe inspire some people to get in there and start playing around. Well, Mitch, what do you think? Should we give her uh, her opportunity to talk about that? Uh, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, please, please do. Cause I think that, that it is so new that there's a lot of misrepresentation out there and a lot of uh, fallacies and some of it's real and some of it may not be but but how can in in your world and i know you're experiencing it a lot how can ai be used um and i know your your company is working on putting it together in a positive way how can it be used in a positive way well i mean there's a lot of things in the healthcare arena that i see ai really improving uh, especially with early diagnosis of uh, when you have a large data set where it can learn from itself, we're going to all of a sudden open the floodgates for being able to detect diseases sooner, being able to uh, test different uh, ingredients together to create new pharmaceuticals potentially that, you know, maybe avoiding 
people having bad reactions because things um, don't go together. So I think a lot of the things that happen in healthcare that are human error can be avoided. Um, but beyond that, like just to reiterate a little bit from last week, uh, Clean AI, we're working on an immersive experience where we include 8D sound that's developed through AI. And that creates like a frequency. If you, if you think about like emotions and having different frequencies in your, you know, if you're vibrating, I'll be good vibrations, like brings a little beach boys in there. <laughs> but if you want to like vibrate on a high level, um, my technology is going to allow to, uh, people to take themselves out of that fight or, fight or flight response and create a calming effect. And so that's something that I can see how it could be used because mental health is definitely on the rise, unfortunately. Yeah, yes, indeed. Mitch, question? <laughs> are you, no, are you there? Uh, jump down you already. <laughs> just jump right on in, buddy. <laughs> no, sorry, my internet was being a little I was like, it was cutting in and out. No, I mean, I, I, I'm really excited. I had the opportunity to go and see Noli, um, give a presentation, um, down in Seattle and heard more on the medical side of things and stuff and not as much about the 8d sound part. So I think it's really exciting. Um, I do like new technology and new things, especially if they're going to be able to help um, change the world or change how we do things and speed things up and all kinds of things. And it sounds like everything that you're building and working at is that's exactly what it's doing. So I, I love, I love as much info as I can get on this. <laughs> well, yeah, I think everybody has like a doom and gloom kind of perception of AI and, um, don't get me wrong. I think any new technology, I mean, the same thing was true, true with the internet when it first came out, there's going to be people that abuse it. There's going to be people that try to figure out how they can evangelize it for not good purposes. Um, I think scamming is definitely one of those things that we have to be mindful of and, um, just the pace at what we're developing new technology as well like we almost can't even keep up with ourselves it's it's moving at such a fast rate right now uh, <laughs> it is it's, I, I acknowledge it that so so Noli, i wanted to ask you because you know have you heard of something called sound therapy yeah so that's part of what the 8d sound that i'm plugging in i actually found it through my therapist so um sound therapy is where it's, it's bilateral stimulation where it's basically confusing the hippocampus and uh takes you out of that fight or flight response that i was just referencing now they in now traditionally they use bowls for that um oh. or they they have uh sound bowls that the, that they they're crystal bowls and they have they emit a different frequency and the person and each bowl is a little bit different mm -hmm. and so that as they put them together that changes the vibration that's within the room and within your body in fact Actually, this is a real i was just learning about gold being one of the higher omitters of a material for frequency and i was learning out about like why that's why they use gold so much back in egypt and the shape of the pyramids like the shape of the pyramids and the materials they used the reason they did that was because it omits a higher frequency i found that very interesting that's, wow. that's hugely interesting because <laughs> anything we are and I say this a lot, but we are we are energetic beings in a physical body. Okay. And so our energy is affected by uh, our physical body and around the our environment around us. Mm -hmm. And so if you can 
if you can emanate at a higher level, not only are you happier, it's also a help. It's also healthier for you, isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, when you raise your neutral level frequency, because there's things that bring us joy, right? Like if you're into, you know, football or music or whatever it may be, you may get a get little, you know, blips of going into that kind of 5D or, you know, if you want to go spiritual, but going into that higher level of consciousness where you feel like you're tapping into something. Um, but it's hard to kind of stay there and enjoy that high vibration. Um, our neutral state is where we live most of the time. That's why a lot addiction is so prevalent, right? You get a little thing and then you come back down. The whole point is to try to raise your neutral level. And so with these types of concepts with everything from architecture to sound therapy to uh, just basically having a positive attitude, like I call it PMA, positive mental attitude, it really can uh, maintain a higher level in, in that neutral position. Now, you seem like you're a person, I, I, I don't know you well, and you just I just met you through a couple of podcasts, but you seem, and Mitch, Mitch has seen you in person. Mitch, she seems like a very, very positive person who lives her life that way and and i know that you i don't know how well you know her but she she just has this energy about her no i didn't get a chance to talk to her too much when i went down and saw her but you know i'm very big on uh body language and i pay attention to a lot of little things and you can just tell when somebody they're usually always smiling it's uh, how they carry themselves how they talk and I think all of that also puts out a positive energy a positive vibe and i think i would say for sure that Nolly's one of those people that puts out that that positive vibe and energy out there so thank you I mean that's the goal that's what I'm, I'm glad it's coming off that way it hasn't always been that way to be fair I've had some dark dark times <laughs> well everybody has Me as well <laughs> oh yeah well I was just gonna say every everybody's had what I call their bad country music song period <laughs> Where you know things like my dad died, my dog died, I lost my house. You know all all of those things that that add to our experience in life. Struggle it's, it's, equals strength. It's important. I like to say. I'm sorry. Say that again. Struggle equals strength. I, I got me does. Unfortunately, it's like a sick, twisted thing, but it's it's kind of true. I mean. For me, um, my story is kind of unique. Uh, I, a lot, actually, a lot of people don't know this about me. Um, I was adopted when I was a toddler and um, came from a very abusive household, uh, lots of sexual and drug abuse and uh, neglect. And my biological mom is actually schizophrenic. So um, the cards were kind of stacked against me, so to speak, from a mental health standpoint from very early on. But luckily, I was um, brought into a very loving home. I was raised by the McDonald family, and they were amazing. Like, leave it to Beaver family. <laughs> so, and I had two much older brothers, so it's basically like I had three dads, and they were very protective. But you know, those wounds, those childhood wounds, they're deep rooted, and they take a very long time to heal. And I don't think mental health really had the spotlight on it that it does now back then. Um, no. And throw on it, I also have ADHD, so it's like there was a lot <laughs> going on, and it didn't take me until my much later adult years to kind of work through a lot of that and 
um, understand, you know, self-worth, healing, going through those dark times, journaling, doing the, doing the work. I mean, it's not easy. It's not something that you just flip a switch and you're happy. Like it, you have to kind of go through the dark times to get to the light. You do, you do. And I know Mitch has had some dark times. I've had my share of dark times too, but it's, but isn't it how you all look at it? It, because I look at it like, yeah, they were, they may have been negative experiences at the time, but I learned so much through them. Oh, absolutely. I think that um, a lot of understanding why I was emotionally reactive or why I had all this negative voice in my head telling me I couldn't do things, right? Like, there's a reason I'm 40 years old and just now getting around to starting a company. It's because I didn't believe in myself. It's because I, I didn't have that confidence in myself. Um, I always had the ideas. I always had the creativity. I always had the intelligence. I just didn't have the confidence in myself. And it wasn't until I kind of did this healing work that you gained that. And honestly, it's cheesy, but you have to have self-love to be able to really reach that level. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't have self-love. And I, I hope that, um, I hope that everybody can get to a place of healing, especially if they've been through any sort of trauma. They can. I'm I'm convinced that if if everybody can heal, but you have to be in the right mindset, and you and a lot of times you need the right support around you. Absolutely, and, I have a therapist, <laughs> and I'm so glad she turned me onto that 8D sound because who knows, you know, like without that, uh, it really, I I think it's be maybe because of my ADHD, but my brain is like a ping pong ball all over the place, and so I had a really hard time kind of grounding myself and getting into that more calm, present moment. And I would listen to like a rainstorm in eight deed sound or wind, you know, I like nature scenes. That's kind of my thing, but um, it just, inst I love being in nature anyway. And so that was just a cooler way to experience it or new way I should say to experience it. So how does AI work with that? So a lot of uh, the tools that I use to create the immersive experiences, I'm using AI tools to generate the sound, the 8D sound. So it creates that kind of back and forth. Uh, like if the, if the rain is falling, it sounds like it's falling all around you. And it's AI that's actually doing those effects that um, adjust the audio. So that it feels like you're actually in an immersive rainstorm as an, example, as an example and and or a windstorm or or thunder and lightning so it becomes real and does it, it tricks your brain into believing it's real doesn't it well i mean it, it's only going to be as good as the immersive experience i am trying to make it as realistic as possible so that's why we're also bringing in 4k projectors uh, I have the works of potentially bringing in holograms with it. So it truly is going to be an immersive experience. <laughs> I keep on saying the, the hologram thing. I'm lo really looking forward to that when you get that online. Oh, but, yeah. It's going to be cool. <laughs> but, but Mitch, you know, you were there at the last. It, it helped me understand when we say immersive experience because there are folks that didn't listen to the first show. You can go, by the way, that's 5 or 495 on positivetalkradio.net um, but they didn't hear that show so mitch describe the immersive experience from your perspective what what so we'll see how close we match well yeah i think i mean anytime i think of immersing as consuming kind of or letting something consume you or being fully going you know diving in i think you know a little bit and i think that <clears throat> 
the way I look at it and based on how it's described is, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's just like Noli said, you know, giving that the experience that you are somewhere or, you know, in a setting that you're not actually in, but you're, but it feels and it sounds like you're actually there. That's, I believe, you know, that's what I think of when I think of that immersive part and yeah, I love it. Uh, I think that that's really cool because I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I think I mentioned last time on the last episode too, like, you know, there's apps and there's things like that where, you know, they play a sound, you know, like I've listened to different things. I'm big, you know, no, I'm, I agree. I'm big on nature. Like I like the rain. I like thunder, I like camping and they have all these different sounds. So I, this is like on a whole different level than any of that because you're getting, <laughs> you're getting the, the visual and you're getting, you're talking about holograms <laughs> and it's like, yeah. So, I mean, it's just like you're there. Um, and, and I, I, you know, from what I'm hearing, it sounds like, you know, with the AI is it's, it's able to, you know, articulate and build something that's, that's maybe specific to you. That's going to give you that immersive experience. That's going to, you know, change your, you know, your energy or the frequency or how you're feeling. And, you know, we had mentioned, you had mentioned, you know, mental health and all these things. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's super exciting. I'm really. Aspect is a big part of it too. Cause I've had a lot of people ask me like, well, how is that any different than just throwing on some VR goggles? Like that's probably the number one response that I get. And, yeah. um, some people love VR. I actually do love VR, but some people hate put something, putting something on their face. It can make them dizzy. And also it makes it a very one person experience. I know they have two player games, but it's still like not really connecting you in a way. Whereas I think my idea is to really have it be communal. I could see a family going to um, an Airbnb and like, what if this was there? And, you know, like Dave and Sally can't decide where they want to go. Like one of Dave wants to go to Mars and Sally wants to go to Paris, you know, like all of a sudden AI is going to unleash the imagination of a child within us all. <laughs> and we'll be able to really create immersive experiences that are whatever we can dream up. Paris okay. on Mars. There Paris you go. On Ice tower on Mars. There you go. <laughs> hey, that would that would be fun. I believe it. Now, okay, and now you can you have to help me here because I'm old and slow. I grew up in a time when computers didn't even exist, so remember that. Me too. Um, <laughs> I had a typewriter. I did a book report on. <laughs> I actually took typewriting in school. They had that course uh, in where you learn how to type, but they don't do that anymore. Anyway, I wanted to ask you because, okay, so if you like, if we were to take my studio here, small space, it's like six by eight. Um, and it looks a lot bigger than that because I've got the Ferris wheel and stuff. But, but anyway, it's, it's six by eight. And I wanted to create an immersive experience in here and make this like i don't know like um okay let's say the uh the the captain's cabin in a uh 16th century um um pirate ship and could it could then i so how would ai set all that up can it do that yeah, I mean, we're going to be limited in the beginning because the video quality is not quite there yet. So I know that when we go live, we're going to be focusing mostly on nature and things that we can program with it. Um, and so the more complicated and weird the descriptions get, it probably will lose quality. But 
AI is improving by the day. These technologies are improving by the day. And so imagine, like we're here now, imagine three months ago to now how far we've accelerated. Three years from now, I can't honestly imagine. Uh, so. But then for you're talking to someone who has no earthly idea. How far ahead are we today than we were three months ago? There's been, I, similar to when the, the smartphones came out and there was apps coming up like crazy, there's AI SaaS products that are coming up like crazy right now. Like they're coming out by the day. Uh, I, I, I'm having a hard time keeping up with all of them that are popping out. I've been trying to play around with them as, as, as much as I can in my free time because I do have, you know, a lot on my plate. But yeah, there's there's just so many out there. I, I'd be happy to like go through some of the ones that I, I use on a regular basis kind of for my personal and professional life. But there's so many. It's hard to even fathom <laughs> thousands of, of AI tools now. Now you got to keep in mind that you're talking to a fifth grader here. Uh, so SAS, what what is that? Oh, SAS? Sorry. It's an acronym. It stands for Software as a Service. So it's basically a subscription model for software. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm getting that. So it's moved that far ahead. So what are the, some of the personal apps that you use now? So obviously, I started with the big dog ChatGPT. That was the first one that I uncovered um and that's the talk of the town right now i guess that everybody's getting i was the person back in november that was screaming it from the rooftops to anyone that would listen and people were looking at me like i was nuts <laughs> oh, nobody at my work knew what it was and i'm like you guys you gotta listen <laughs> but uh i started writing a book with it actually uh like a you know and i talked about that in the last episode so i won't go too much into that detail but that kind of spurred off an idea of turning it into an audiobook. And I was like, oh, well, what if I create imagery to go with the different scenes and uh, and create a cool book cover and all of that? So then I discovered Midjourney. So the second tool I found was called Midjourney, and that's a text to image generator. So you can uh, actually, I, I'm not going to find the prompt, but the prompt I used um, to create the cover for my book was um, a woman that's trapped in the middle of two worlds one is against ai and the other embraces it and it pumped out like this very artistic image that blew my mind and i was like holy crap so now i'm in the works of turning it into a full-blown like picture book <laughs> and eventually hopefully motion but you know one step at a time um and so yeah that then the actual audio part of it like doing the voiceover work for a book there's another AI tool called Flicky, F-L-I-K-I, and it allows you to select what language, what tone of voice, like do you want it to be friendly? Do you want it to be authoritative? Do you want it to be um, scared? Like you can choose the emotion in the tone of voice that you want and then write out what you want it to say and then it'll just say it. So basically putting in the, the, the book, the words of the book and it'll just say it. Which that's is, that's yeah. really cool. And yeah. by the way, Mitch, Mitch, I've just got to say this because I know that, um, and I think I've told you before that I have this innate ability to ask questions that somebody else wants answered. And I swear to you that I did not pull this up until after I asked the question. But Holly wants to know, please explain what SAS is for everyone. So, so there. So, I don't know what that means. Or, or we, do we, do you feel like I answered it okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, she'll, she'll, 
She'll tell us in a minute. But uh, no, I think you. I think you did great. Uh, I I was just tooting my own horn there just for a second because I, I feel so I, I feel so out of out of my league talking to you guys about this stuff. It really is pretty remarkable. I'm boggling. It really is. And then I found this. Oh my gosh! I was having so much fun with my friends last week. This uh, new app that I found. Uh, it's called Face Swap. I think was what it was called. But and it's free, which is the crazy thing. You can take a picture of somebody and then animate it to make them say something. Oh, so, you're kidding. That's yeah. coming, isn't it? It's what, here. Uh, it's here. Oh yeah. No, yeah, that's out. Like you can go download it right now. Like, you, you can take a picture, a selfie of yourself, and then have it, you know, have you sing like a Marilyn Monroe song, like which would be very funny, by the way. I tried to deliberately choose voiceover stuff that was as hilarious <laughs> and that and forced my friends to say it. <laughs> all of them out but it's okay <laughs> so what are we going to do when the election comes up and all of a sudden we're going to get a uh you know a politician talking head is going to say stuff that they didn't really that they didn't really say mm -hmm. how are we going to know the difference between that and reality i mean right now the video quality is noticeable to where you can tell it is AI, but that is a concern for the future, I think, is as the quality improves, we're going to definitely need to have legislation in place, in my opinion. Actually, I wrote Kamala Harris about this very thing, and just like two hours ago, I got a response from her. Cool. I got an email back from Kamala Harris. <laughs> or her AI assistant. Yeah. Yeah, I probably wasn't really her chat GPT. <laughs> so what was the answer? What did she say? Well, she was basically, uh, I was addressing my concerns with uh, deep fakes and how we're already so influenced by the social media. And, you know, we really do need to put legislation in place to be able to identify real from fake. And she just wrote back acknowledging it and that um, there's differences of opinion on how to move forward with this particular topic but that i rest assured that you know her people are on it like something along those lines i don't quote me verbatim for that but it was it was kind of a generic response you could tell but I well but they answered you that's good yeah I, at least i was acknowledged surprised you got anything i honestly was shocked <laughs> well that's that's true because it's going to be I mean, right now, in the last three or four years, they've talked about fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. Now they can actually really deliver on fake news. Well, yeah. I mean, if you have a, a legitimate looking video of, you know, the president of the United States doing something very illegal, like that's incriminating. Or if it's somebody that's, this is a new uncharted territory where Joe Blow in his basement could make a fake video for the opposing team and put it out there just to try to damage the reputation. Like that's never really been something the average person would be able to create. And now this type of technology is in the hands of the average person. That's what makes it dangerous. So you can, you can actually now create a, a fake sex tape. Oh, that's already out there. Poor most. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Really? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what the statistic is, but it's really high. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I thought I was being innovative and, and unique, and it, it's already out there. Sorry, kid. You, there. Yeah. 
so the porn you may just for this is a uh, uh, public service announcement the porn you may be watching may not be porn at all it may be yeah and i'm sure people don't care (laughs) pretty pretty darn sure i i think a lot of women know well anyone but like you know if i was to think about people that are in the public eye and um especially if there's someone that is in like kind of a respected position and then all of a sudden like a sex team tape supposedly came out of them like that's yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. And I that's this is where it's an abuse of it, in my opinion, right? Like anytime there's new technology, it will be abused. And I think this is one of those slippery slopes. Like with pornography, that's gonna be one that I don't really condone. But um but it is a part of it. It's part of the landscape, the AI landscape. So we have to look at all of it. We can't just pick what parts we want to look at, unfortunately. No, this is No, this and is- we gotta be careful. And uh and I hope that as dysfunctional as our government is, I, I'm not real optimistic that they can come together to create some legislature or legislation around this issue because it's going to be a big deal, I think. Yeah, and it's not even a United States issue; it's a world issue. I mean, right. fakes could be created by people in other countries and put out there um, to, you know, try to sway Americans towards a certain way of thinking. So this this is kind of uh, a different form of warfare in a way that it could be used to be honest digital warfare it's it's in a world where digital warfare in a world (laughs) we laugh but it's serious like i think more people should be taking it really seriously that are high up that could make a difference i i'm not i'm nobody i'm just a you know regular joe schmo like you guys but you know i hope that maybe somebody's listening that can make a difference well, and you're you're by the way, you you're not either a Joe or a Schmo. I just want you to know that. You're very gifted at what you do and very bright. And uh thank you for, for being here. She is the CEO of Clean AI. Go to clean AI.com and you can get more information. Net. Dot dot net. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Um now, tell me, tell us about your mascot. Oh yeah. Um let me see if She's I can. So actually, cool looking. I know. I'm wondering if I can Nerdle. <laughs> Nerdle. Is it gonna let me? Hold on one sec. I'm gonna pull him up so you guys can see him behind me. Is you know what it reminds me of? Have you seen picture? that? Okay, have you seen go. that Tim Burton movie nine? Uh, uh no. It's so his character he looks it's it's actually a really you go and watch it it's i guess technically animated but it's it's not like a cartoon it's different it's a little different and it's actually a little freaky and it's and it's has to it's weirdly enough it actually has to do with um kind of ai slash robots and it's it's post-apocalyptic and it's i believe i'm pretty i own it i i'm looking over at my movies right now but and it's Tim Burton. But anyway, the the characters, if you if you go and if you just look it up and just look at some of the images from the movie, you'll see you'll see what I'm talking about in regards to Nerdle kind of reminds me of one of the characters in this movie. But it just so happens to also be kind of AI robot robot post-apocalyptic, you know, of a takeover. <laughs> it kind of goes in a little bit with what we're talking about. It's a little scary. And it's Tim Burton. You never know what you're gonna get with Tim Burton's him, but... great. I love Tim Burton movies, but I love Tim Burton. He's not scary looking. He's cute. 
He's got like no, no, he's cute. He's adorable. He's like perfectly imperfect. His eyes are off center. He's got a little smirk. Like he's so cute. He's got an idea. <laughs> do you do you have <laughs> he's got an idea? Do you have any little uh do you have any little rep like have you do you have anything that's like you know, like you put on your desk, little nerdle, like, not, is it, or is yeah, it just digital form? No joke. Like part of like a crowdfunding for clean AI is I want to create bobbleheads of nerdle and like put them on. Oh, yep. <laughs> you have to, you have to, you have I to. want one when you do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think that would be, and t-shirts. Like I want to give a bunch of merch. I think it would be fun. I'll, I mean, he, that and I love his name. Yeah. And I want to try to animate him as well. That's in the, in the works as well to try to dance um have him dance to the weird science song <laughs> oh, yeah. Tom thomas dolby <laughs> so lots of fun things that i plan on using him for in the future but the main thing is i wanted to have an image that could be kind of a or a character i should say uh that was positive and that could be used as a mascot as you say uh as a representation of the company and something that you know instills kind of a positive emotion and who who created this well i created it using mid-journey i actually can tell you what i typed in to create it if you're curious so you didn't you didn't you didn't draw this or take a picture of it you actually no, I just told her what to create and they created it and the rest is history um let's see you get a bunch of employees and you'll have like a crew of nurdles i'll be wearing shirts <laughs> <laughs> nerdle one nerdle two so i wrote in a light bulb person watering a garden that has an idea that's what i typed in and this is what came out and it didn't come out right away like this if i showed you the work stream in mid-journey it took about 20 iterations to get to this final output like i kept kind of adjusting little things on it to get him to this point but uh but that's what i started with so that's going to change. What's going to happen to the creative people among us that would that would take the time to create that particular thing? What? How's yeah, that going to change? Are in danger. Yeah, graphic designers. Honestly, a lot of marketing type positions are going to be one of the first heavily impacted industries with because of AI. I don't think it's going to go away. I think if you're a creative type like me, you'll end up using it more so as a tool. Like once upon a time graphic designers were made fun of by painters, right? It's like, well, that's not real art. So it's all relative to like the technology at the time and, and what's considered um, art, right? But I could see how, I was actually um, talking to a good friend of mine that I went to high school with, shout out to Mandy Carter, uh, her husband, <laughs> her husband was doing a back piece. So I have a tattoo back piece. And uh, I was telling him about Mid Journey and I talked them through how to, to get it because it's on discord and all of that and you have to really access it initially from a desktop computer not a phone uh but i mean this for tattoo artists like all of a sudden you can come in from the street and describe a tattoo like hey i want to i don't know think of the craziest thing in your head that you could and you could just type it in there and ai could design a tattoo for you on demand that's actually pretty cool <laughs> uh okay so are you gonna get a nerdle tattoo should shouldn't i <laughs> you should just a little one somewhere i don't know you know what i probably will at some point i just it took about seven sessions for my back so i'm i'm taking a break for now because that was a lot of work to get that thing done so <laughs> yeah 
Never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> how long does it take to do your back? It was, uh, like I said, like seven sessions, and each session was five hours. So, 35 hours to do. Didn't that, like, I don't know, kind of like, you know, hurt? Like hell. Yep. I did use some numbing cream, but that crap wore off within like an hour, hour and a half. So the remaining three and a half hours were not so pleasant. <laughs> so then it was like you're in a Nazi death camp and you were, and you were being tortured. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I'd had a tattoo before. That's so a little extreme. Nazi torture camp. I don't think anybody thinks about getting tattoos like that. <laughs> They'll make you a tattoo, boy, I'll tell you what. Oh gosh. I think you get used to it after a while, like the repetition of it. I think you just get used to it and it becomes not as painful. It's like mind over matter, right? Like you just have to think positive and work your way through it. So, but it, it did hurt. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, cherry blossom tree, by the way, for those that were curious. Uh, oh, very nice. What was my next uh, question? <laughs> so, so see when my, my son's got a tattoo of, of a saying that he put right across his collarbone so there's very little um uh skin and 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 he said that that hurt terribly that's a oh, rough yeah. one not in well, the neck there's like no yeah that would because you're called yeah the bone yeah that would really your hurt. bone will bite i have one on my side that i got one long time ago and i remember when it, they hit on my actual hip bone my whole hip bone was vibrating and that was probably the weirdest feeling more than the tattoo itself but yeah, there's no there's no fat right there right. I mean, at least there wasn't for me <laughs> i guess some people probably Speak have for yourself you know what i mean <laughs> i wasn't thinking about it <laughs> well never mind uh it, it, see you know, and that's a, that's a generational thing because nobody i know that's my age has a tattoo What's the I, thing? I, I think everyone under the age of 41 has one. Like, I think it started as a major trend around the year of 2000. And then it was all downhill after that. Now it seems like anybody that's under that age has one. <laughs> Very few people I know don't have one. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I, And I don't understand the the, uh, um, the compulsion. I just don't. Well, that's just, I, me, well you don't have one yet. So I, I'm going to blame mine on being an artist. So it started with... Um, so the, the tattoo was actually partially a cover-up and I had designed it and it wasn't great. And so I kind of wanted to make it covered and better. And my dad actually passed away a year and a half ago. So it was, that was what prompted getting it is I wanted to do like an homage to him. Oh, I'm sorry that you, no. you lost your dad. Kevin, you can get one on your lower back says positive talk radio. You can get designed super go. cool. Oh, sure. And, and who the hell am I going to show that to? <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> you turn around the world. <laughs> I I'm sorry. That's that. No, no, we're not. <laughs> no, okay. Not, I don't even have any piercings, which I know is weird for you guys, but us old folks, we didn't do that kind of thing. <laughs> it's okay. Kevin's innocent body. Yeah. I have a virgin body. Nobody's touched it in like forever. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Really. Oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you've, you've caused me to go down the rabbit hole. Let's get back to AI, shall we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so when is when do you anticipate your first product project coming out? 
I'm shooting for in a year, so 12 months from now that we would go to market. Uh, that is dependent on the beta test going successful and all of that. So there's a lot of things that have to happen and line up perfectly between now and then to hit that date. But I do have an aggressive deadline. So kind yeah, of an you, overachiever. <laughs> do you have uh, angel investors and and people <clears throat> lined up to to support the financial end of it? Yeah, I am applying for grants and um, have investors. I am, uh, me being a woman CEO in tech is actually rather rare. And then Corey Brocious uh, is my CTO. He is a veteran. And then my chief administrative officer is an immigrant. So between the three of us, we've found several grants that we apply for or qualify for. And so we're in the works of doing that now. If somebody has got the desire and has got, to, you know, I don't know, like a big checkbook and they would like to do something with you, how do they get a hold of you to talk to you about being an angel investor? You could email me at Noli, N-O-L-I-E, MacDonald. Well, I guess it's spelled on the screen. So Noli.MacDonald at clean-ai.net. And that would be if you would like to do that, because this, I'm telling you guys, this is going to be a thing. Uh, and there's no way around it. It's it's one of those things, you know, you've heard that expression, you can't put the tooth, toothpaste back in the tube. And this is one of those. It's out. It's going to get out. Yeah. Now yeah. we just got to try to drive it in the right direction and not off a cliff. <laughs> well, what would you say to somebody just, just to be the dark one? Because because and it's important for me to be the dark one because we can't have Mitch be the dark one that just wouldn't work. Um, but what, what do you say to what do you say to people who say this is going to lead to the end of the world? Well, I would repeat what you just said. Like you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. I don't know where this is going to play out, but I do know that it's going to require. Um, people in power to be driving it down the, the right direction. CEOs have a responsibility. CEOs of AI companies especially have a responsibility to make sure that we're not using it for things that could be abused. And so um, I, I, I know that might pro probably not sound as encouraging as I'd like it to, uh, because I do tend to be one of those people that sees both sides and I can see how it can be abused. I see, I see all of the, the bad things just like anyone else. I just want to, uh, I, I also see that there's no way around it. Like it, it's just here. It's here now. You can there's nothing we can do. It's here. We can't make it go away. Right. Well, unless you wanted to just straight up ban it, but, uh, but then the other countries, that doesn't mean they're going to ban it. So there's that. Uh, and that would put us at a disadvantage. So it's it, it kind of is the catch 22 right it puts us in between a rock and a hard place and the best move forward is just to use it for good as much as possible and try to uh, get a better understanding and stay on top of it as it's progressing so that that's my opinion is we, we can't go back we might as well move forward positively now last time we talked to you was last week and uh, so it's been a whole week in in the ai world a whole week is like a year um, so have they figured out yet how a AI uh, program learned a language that nobody taught it? Um, well, I, I, I don't know why it's happening, but that is something that's been an interesting takeaway is that it does learn from itself, 
right? And so it can pick up on patterns that maybe a human wouldn't even pick up on patterns and it can teach itself. I, it has taught itself languages that it was not programmed on, chat GBT when I say it. Uh, so I, I don't know how to explain that. And that is one of the things that's like, okay, we unleashed this thing into the world and we don't actually understand how it works, but here we are. <laughs> so. Wow. Mitch, you're a young guy. Um, you're going to have to deal with this for your, the rest of your life. So um, hopefully, you know, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see. But does that scare you at all, Mitch? No, I, I'm not scared. Uh, I think I, it's just, you know, the concerns we've talked about. Obviously, I'm, you know, I want to hear what, um, you know, what things are going to be put in place legislation-wise, you know, to monitor, to keep track of things. Obviously, it opens up the floodgates to a lot of uh, great opportunities and the a possible abuse for bad. But um, no, I'm definitely not scared. Um, I look forward to seeing where it goes and and utilizing it myself for business, life, anything. You know, if it's going to make things easier and it's going to help day to day tasks and help with business and marketing, all kinds kinds of things, I'm on board. So. I found a new AI tool this morning. I wanted a uh, deep nostalgia. You can take old black and white photos like family members and then it'll animate them. It'll make them like come to life. Oh no. Oh, wow. That's cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I haven't had a chance to play around with it too much yet. I want to, that's probably going to be my homework assignment this evening, but I, I mean, I love it when I find a new fun tool. <laughs> Well, you know that that what that means is that people will will be around in some manner or form for a lot longer, and so their legacy can be a lot longer than it would have otherwise been um, with an old picture of grandma. That's true in digital form, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and we're pretty much all going to be in digital form in one way or another, but um, it's. <laughs> It's it's an amazing thing. And so if you want to go talk to Noli McDonald, by the way, McDonald is second only to McDonald. I just want to make that clear. Um, <laughs> we actually were, were uh, within spitting distance across the river from each other probably in a hundred million years ago. Yep. And we are so now in Des Moines. <laughs> huh? I said, and we are now too, because I'm across way in Des Moines, Washington. So, Oh, that's right. You're very close. Well, we're going to have to have you and up and we're going to have to go um, to the studio and, and do this again there one of these days. That would be yeah, fun. That would be fun to meet in person. That'd be super yeah. fun. It, it would be. And uh, I want to thank you for being here. Before we go, is there anything you'd like to add that we did not get out today that you want to make sure that our audience knows? Uh. If you have any questions about uh, what's going on in the world of AI, I don't hesitate to reach out. Again, only.mcdonald at clean-ai.net. And uh, I, I welcome the questions. I welcome the feedback. Um, I, I don't really have anything else. I just hope that we can end this on a positive note, which is uh, I want to raise the frequency of the friggin' planet. That's what my goal is. I want to raise the frequency of everyone to where we're all in a more positive state as our neutral state so that a lot of the problems that we see in the world, they'll just kind of naturally dissolve on their own because if we're all vibrating at a higher frequency, guess what? Better world. So that's my goal. Absolutely. And it's a great goal. And I think, I think it's possible. 
It, it really is. If we, if we do it right, it's possible. And uh, with people like you, we're going to get it done right. Is this, is AI going to be a multi-trillion dollar industry, do you think? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, then, then if you want to, if you want to get in on the ground floor, I would recommend that you call Noli. And, and, uh, <laughs> and you can, you can uh, support her work and, uh, and then you, who knows what can happen. Are, are you planning on uh, releasing stock or doing any, any of that stuff? Oh, too too early to say for that. Yeah, I'm not going to go go down that road just yet. Going to keep it in house for now. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to kidnap you and put you in my house, and then then you'll issue stock to me. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure being here. Uh, Mitch, any closing thoughts before we before we go? And thank you, Nola, and you're welcome. No, it was it was great. Always a pleasure. And I think all I was thinking about is where we're going. We don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the quote of the day. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> Very nice. Now we can end this and you guys can go back to talking about karaoke. We talked about that before hopping on. We're going to go karaoke it up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So uh, thank you for being here, Mitch. Thank you for being here. And uh, and would you like to take us out, sir? Sure. Again, we uh, pleasure. We had Noli McDonald on here today with cleanai.net. You are listening to Positive Talk Radio. And remember to be kind to one another because each other's all we got. Well said, sir. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember... Be kind to one another because each other's all we got.